Welcome to Tube Talk, the show dedicated to helping you become a better video creator so you can get more views, subscribers, and build your audience. Brought to you by vidIQ. Download for free at vidIQ.com. Oh, yeah! Welcome back to another episode of Tube Talk presented by vidIQ. I am your host, Viper, the man about tech, executive producer of social media here at vidIQ. And this is going to be a real quick podcast. I'm just going to give you some of my thoughts after last week's momentous YouTube announcement about how they are now incorporating a new pathway into their monetization program for short creators. So by now you've heard all the news. If you're a short creator and you want to get into the YouTube partner program, 10 million views in 90 days plus 1,000 subscribers. That is the new pathway into the partner program. And there was a lot that people were saying about that. But I just remember, though, before I get into that, let me shout out Orland Day for continuing to support and tweet at us at the vidIQ Twitter account using the hashtag TubeTalk. Orland Day says, you mentioned it a lot. It is possible to be successful on YouTube without high-end gear. My most successful view count video was shot on my iPhone 5 in 2013 when shooting for YouTube. Oh, a phone was still uncommon. Yeah. Again, there's a lot of people out there that are using what they have, whether that be their smartphone or older gear, and they're getting it done. So shout out to you, Dave, for highlighting that fact. But back to the news at hand. Listen, you all, when I put that news out there, because I actually had the pleasure of being flown out to Los Angeles by YouTube themselves to cover this event. So when these announcements went down live, I was there in the building at the event. And when I tweeted all this stuff out on the vidIQ Twitter account, you all were panicking. Oh, some of you, you were panicking. You were talking about how it's too many views. You can't do this. You can't do that. Uh, YouTube doesn't care about small creators, all that jazz. I'm here to tell you that some of you all need to calm down. Here's the thing, right? Obviously, when YouTube makes changes, they're not going to benefit every single creator. You have to remember that YouTube is a great big platform and they have a lot of creators to think about. And they also have to think about the protection of the platform itself. They don't want just any old body in their partner program making money because then you invite bad actors and you have things like apocalypse and things like that. And YouTube wants to avoid that at all costs. So when YouTube introduces a change to their partner program, you better believe they're going to do it with the intention of going after the hardworking creator that's going to keep their head down, keep working and do what needs to be done to get into the partner program, no matter what the requirements are. I remember back in 2018 when they changed it to what it currently is now, when they made the change to 1,000 subscribers, 4,000 hours of watch time, and some of the same reaction couldn't be heard back then when people were complaining and moaning about that, thinking it's too much. And here we are almost five years later, and over 2 million creators are now partnered as part of the partner program with YouTube. So if 2 million creators can meet these threshold requirements, and obviously a few of those are probably already grandfathered in when they made the change back in 2018, but a lot of creators went out there and they made it happen, myself included. Hell, I got two channels monetized since YouTube made the change back in 2018, so I know it is possible. But with this short change, let me tell you what's going to happen. While some of you all are complaining and bemoaning the change, thinking that you can't do it, your friends or the creators next to you are going to be putting their head down. They're going to be grinding, putting out the short content, putting in their work, and they're going to meet the threshold. They're going to get 10 million views in 90 days, and they're going to be inducted into the YouTube partner program as short creators. 
it ain't going to happen over and over and over again because no matter what change YouTube makes to their partner program, the objective for us creators remain the same. Put in the work. That will never change. We will always have to put in work to get what we feel we deserve on this platform or any platform for that matter. It's not supposed to be easy. Nothing worth happening in life is easy. But the fact of the matter is, if you can put your head down and meet the requirements and get your channel into the partner program, then you are monetized. Then you get paid for your work, which is what I think most of us, at least most of you who are listening to the podcast, I'm going to assume that you want to get paid to make content. So you're going to do what you got to do. I believe in you. I believe that you can hit the requirement if you're a short creator. Now, nothing really changed too much for the long form creators. We still have to hit 1,000 subscribers, 4,000 hours of watch time to get into the partner program. That has not changed. All YouTube did last week was introduce a new pathway for short creators to get into the partner program. But it is possible it can be done. Let me tell you why I think it's possible. And some of you all might have seen this on Twitter, but I'll go through it here for my podcast listener. Number one, YouTube is heavily pushing short. Every now and then these days, when I open the YouTube mobile app, I am immediately taken to the short show, which if I can be honest, is kind of annoying. I, I like go to my sub feed or my homepage. I don't really like being taken to short, but that is where we're at with YouTube here in 2022. But when you open the YouTube app sometime, you are immediately greeted with a short. They are pushing short heavily. The other thing about short is that for most creators, I would imagine now some of you all who are perfectionists might take longer, but for most creators, Shorts are going to be faster and easier to make because they're not as long. You're talking about videos that are 60 seconds or less. So you can make these videos faster and easier than normal long form content, which means on to my next point, uh, you can put them out more frequently. There are creators out there that are putting anywhere from four to eight shorts out a day. And when you are putting that many shorts out there, when you're taking that many shots at the target, you can't help but to get more views. You're going to get views. So if you give yourself more opportunity by increasing the output of the amount of shorts that you make, you're going to hit the target a lot faster than what you normally would if you didn't uh, increase your frequency by taking advantage of the fact that it is easier to make shorts. And the other thing about shorts, which goes back to point one, is that the viral potential for shorts is infinitely greater than that of long-form video. It is amazing how often a YouTube short can go viral because of the short shelf and how it works. And again, that goes back to YouTube heavily pushing out shorts. They are really all in on the short crave right now. They see TikTok reeling because they understand that TikTok is not paying their creators properly. And YouTube wants to take advantage of that. And they want as many creators on the platform creating for YouTube as possible. When I was there at the event last week, they made that clear. No matter if you're a short creator or a long form creator or a short or, or a live streamer, excuse me, they want you on YouTube creating your content. So even though a lot of these changes were made as it relates to short form content, YouTube is trying to become or they want to be the one stop shop for all creators, no matter what your content strategy might be. And to that point, if you are a long form creator and you're seeing all of this news about short, that does not mean you have to go and change your strategy to get on the hype train. If you want to experiment, then by all means, please do. That is the fight of life as a content creator anyway. We should be experimenting and seeing what our audience resonates with most so we can get the most impact out of our content. But as long-form creators, you are not obligated to start creating shorts just because YouTube is heavily pushing them. 
the foundation of YouTube is long form content. That's not going anywhere. That is not changing. And I even asked YouTube chief product officer, Neil Mohan, what was going to happen with long form creators? Because at that precedent, like I said earlier, there was no announcement about long form and things changing. And Neil told me that YouTube is going to introduce a new tier of monetization to help long form creators get into the program easier, but it might be limited to fan funding. And what that means is that YouTube might make it easier for creators to have access to things like Super Chat, channel membership, Super Thanks, ways that your audience can donate to you. YouTube is going to make it easier to have access to that because as of right now, you still got to have that 1,000 subscribers, 4,000 hours of watch time to have access to all those audience funding features. But YouTube is thinking about the long form creator as well, and they're going to introduce a new tier, a lower tier. And I guess they're going to lower the requirement to get access to the fan funding aspect of the partner program. So be on the lookout for that in 2023. Again, YouTube is not playing around, you all. They are trying to be the platform for creators who want to have their content monetized. YouTube is trying to ensure the longevity of their platform and with the changes and them constantly trying to innovate ways for creators to make money. I don't see YouTube going anywhere anytime soon because they understand what needs to happen. If you want to bring the most top tier creators to your platform, if you want to get the most eyes on your platform, you have to monetize creators in a good way. Other platforms are not doing it in the way that YouTube is doing it. And with the changes, it's going to hurt these other platforms. The creators are going to be looking at YouTube like, wow, the grass looks a lot greener on that YouTube side. Let me go check that out. I can make short form content and get a 45% revenue split from making my short form content on YouTube. Yeah, I want in on that. I want a part of that. So that is what is going on. Also, for those of you all who are continually going down this narrative of YouTube doesn't care about small creators or help them, there was another announcement that was made last week as well as it relates to music. YouTube is introducing something called creator music, which will allow creators to have access to a catalog of songs that you can legally use in your video without worrying about getting copyright claims. So there's going to be two ways to do this initially, right? One way is you can buy the license of a particular song and use it in your video and make all of the revenue in that video. Because before, if you use the song, that was not owned by you, the artist could copyright claim your video and then you will lose all the revenue for that video. The entire revenue generated for that video would go to the artist. But with the creative music thing going on now, you could buy the license to the song, use it however you want in your video and get all of the revenue. Or option two, if you don't want to pay the licensing fees up front, you can still use the track in your video, but you will have to get into an ad revenue split model with the artist. So basically, you'll get a cut of the ad revenue and the artist will get a cut of the ad revenue if you don't want to pay the licensing fee for the track. So those are the two ways that creators will now be able to use, well, I shouldn't say now, but starting next year when the program goes live, creators will be able to use music legally in their video without fear of copyright claim or losing the revenue for that video. This is major. I feel like personally, the creator music announcement is bigger then the short YouTube partner program announcement, because it applies to almost all creators. I would go as a high say 80% of creators on YouTube probably are using music or want to use music in some form or fashion in their content. There are a lot of creators that rely on music. And now that YouTube is making it easier for creators to use music in their videos, this is game changing. It's game changing for long form content creators. It is game changing for short form content creators. This will literally change the game of content creation. 
because it will also help artists, especially up and coming artists, get their music out to more and more people because they can include their music in the creator music catalog and have their music be used by top tier creators and have it exposed to their audiences. And that can skyrocket an artist's career, just like a viral video can skyrocket a creator's career. It is a win-win for all involved. But again, none of this is going to be easy. You have to put in the work. We still have to go out here as creators and create the content. We have to make compelling, engaging content that keeps the viewer interested and gets the viewer to respond to it in a positive way so YouTube can keep pushing the content out and we can build and grow our audiences. Nothing is going to be handed to you. Again, all the moaning and groaning about the requirements, that's all good and well, but what you need to do as a creator does not and will not change regardless of whatever YouTube requirements are out there. We will always need to put in the work hours upon hours upon hours of grinding, getting better 1% at a time, one video at a time, one day at a time, constantly evolving, improving, learning, studying, doing all of the things that we have to do as creators to get better at our craft. That stuff still happens. The other interesting thing about the short partner program news is that, again, as I alluded to with the creative music platform, the short partner program stuff does not start until 2023. So if you are really focused and interested in getting in on this and figuring out a way to monetize your short form content by hitting these requirements, you have a few months ahead of you to game plan about how to get 10 million views in 90 days. You have three months to game plan. So it's not something that you have to worry about right now, but I would not wait until the program goes live before you try to, to map out your plan. Start planning now. Start experimenting with shorts right now so you can see what it's going to take for you to meet those requirements and get that 10 million views in three months. Because again, it's not going to be easy. They did not put these requirements out there to be easy. It is going to be a long, hard road for a lot of you. But I have faith in you that you can get it done. You rock with VidIQ. You watch our live stream. We audit your channels. You participate with us in discussions. You listen to the podcast. You know what you have to do. You know what must be done. So now it's time to go out there and get it done. On that note, I'm going to leave you all. Next week, I'll be in LA for Vid Summit. So I hope you all have a wonderful week. If you're not planning on going to Vid Summit, I would highly recommend buying the replays. There are some awesome gems that are going to be thrown out there next week from some of the world's best creators out there. If you're not familiar, Vid Summit is a video conference that is put on every year by Daryl Eve and Mr. B. And they bring some of the top tier creators out from around the world to Vid Summit. So if you got the money to buy the replays, at the very least, if you can't be there in person, I would highly suggest you buy the replays because there's going to be a lot of gems going down to Vid Summit. And I keep saying next week, but it's actually this week as you're listening to it. It'll be this week. So on that note, I appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. Again, make sure you tweet at us, tweet at VidIQ, use the hashtag TubeTalk, and I will be back next week with another episode of Tube Talk presented by VidIQ. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Tube Talk brought to you by VidIQ. Head over to vidiq.com slash tube talk for today's show notes and previous episodes. Enjoy the rest of your video making day.